Welcome to the Spot Doctor Podcast. I'm Dr. Trevor Cates. Today we're talking about an inside-out approach to skin challenges using homeopathy. My guest is Dr. Amy Bader, who is a naturopathic doctor, teacher, speaker, writer, and entrepreneur. Dr. Bader graduated from the National University of Natural Medicine, the same school I went to, the same class, the class of 2000 with me. She is the, uh, an adjunct clinical faculty member there. She also has private practices in both Northern California and Portland, Oregon, and is passionate about treating patients with chronic diseases using clinical nutrition, botanical medicine, biotherapeutic drainage, which she's going to explain what that is, and homeopathy, which she also explains more about. Dr. Bader is regularly featured in newspapers, radio, and magazines as an expert and was founding co-director of the National University of Natural Medicine's Integrative Skin Care Clinic. She was also recently featured on the cover of Her Life magazine with a story on the power of resilience. And she's also contributing columnist for The Natural Path, an online natural health resource. Dr. Bader's desire for continual personal fulfillment and sharing the tried and true fundamentals of her practice more broadly led her to the creation of Skin Tea, the first ever collagen sparkling tea. As co-founder of Skin Tea, Dr. Bader's love of natural medicine is the foundation of the brand's promise to unleash health and beauty from the inside out every day. As you can see, her message really resonates with the Spa Doctor message. In today's interview, we talk about how to use homeopathy and drainage for skin and other health challenges. She talks about how to, to use it for both chronic problems as well as acute issues. And at the end of the interview, even shares some specific homeopathic remedies that she has in her own personal first aid kit. And Dr. Bader shares her personal struggles with skin and what led her to become a naturopathic physician and later co-founder of Skin Tea. So please enjoy this interview with Dr. Amy Bader. Amy, welcome. It's so great to have you on the Spot Doctor podcast. Thank you so much. I'm thrilled to be here. Yeah, so we went to naturopathic medical school together and stayed in touch over the years. Can't believe it's been 20 years <laughs> since we graduated. Um, and you, you work a lot with skin. And so I wanted to have you on the podcast to, to let people hear your take on how you approach skin because it's you've got a some slight differences in the way that you approach skin than I do. Yeah, I do think I have a unique skill set that plays really well with other skill sets. And so, well, first let me back up. Yes, it's been two decades. Can you believe it? Um, and I think what drew me originally to naturopathic medical school is not kind of unlike your story, Trevor. Like I was having like health problems or health problems in my family. I struggled with my skin as well. I had acne and rosacea and perioral dermatitis later on. Um, I had allergies, probably had some IBS, like all of those things in my, my first half of my life kind of drew me into naturopathic medicine to wanting to fix myself and maybe family members and all of you in the second half of my life. And so I was really drawn, I think, for very kind of deep personal reasons. One of the main, draw, main draws was actually my mom has had leukemia for like 35, 40 years. And when she was diagnosed, there weren't treatments for leukemia. And her oncologist literally said, go do whatever. Go, go do Chinese medicine, whatever, because we have no answer for you at this point. And so she did. She went to holistic doctors. And guess what? 
40 years later or whatever, she's outlived her leukemia diagnosis and has never had to do any conventional medicine. And so actually really saw holistic medicine work profoundly, um, just very personally. And so that's where we landed together in med school is that, that path with my own health, my mom's health, and just wanting to do something really wonderful with my life and, and use all my skill sets. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. And, and then we talked about how a lot of times our, um, our own journey draws people into, um, you know, we want to help them because they see that um, we have, have overcome these things. And yeah, I think the best doctors have had their own challenges, right? They, they can empathize with their patients. And I think people feel safe telling their stories to doctors like us who've had those challenges and we're very open about it. So I think it's a wonderful thing. And then as you know, Trevor, when I landed in med school, it was almost like I had a second calling once I got there because I was really drawn to these modalities within the naturopathic world of homeopathy and biotherapeutic drainage that kind of became my special skill set. And that's where I come in to play with people with chronic health conditions, chronic dermatological conditions, with that skill set to add to um, what's probably already going on in terms of other things are doing to really try and get that case to tip over the edge and get the people, you know, get people really, really solid, long lasting results that they want. All right. All right. So tell everybody what, what exactly, I mean, we've talked about homeopathy on the podcast before mm -hmm. a bit. Um, we had Dr. Mitch Fleischer come on a while back and, and, and explain mm -hmm. homeopathy, um, but give people a kind of refresher on that mm -hmm. as well as we've never talked about drainage on the, the Spot Doctor podcast. Right. right. Okay. So first with homeopathy, a nice refresher. Homeopathy was developed in Europe a couple hundred years ago, and it's really where we take substances in nature and we dilute them way down so that there's an imprint in this medicine, even though the physical parts of that plant or mineral, whatever it might be, have diluted kind of out of solution, that memory of that, 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 um, that, uh, oh my gosh, that, that substance or whatever is still in that solution. So when we take that homeopathic medicine, it tells our body, hey, you need to react to something, even though that medicine at that point is so incredibly safe. I love to use Arnica as an example of this. Arnica is, um, homeopathic, most people have seen in the health food store, a lot of people have it at home in their cabinets, and we love it for bruises and bumps and sprained ankles and dental extractions and surgeries, because we all know it helps us heal and heal bruising really, really well. But what a lot of people don't realize is Arnica, the actual plant, if you ate that plant, it's toxic. It would actually cause you to have internal bleeding. But when you dilute that down and you turn it into a very safe homeopathic version of that, the body gets a signal, hey, something's coming in here that might make me bleed. And so it organizes its healing around that particular issue. And so if you have an injury, it just really speeds up the healing and makes it more efficient and more organized. Yeah, that's true. And I think a lot of people have heard of Arnica. Some people have just used like the topical Arnica, but there's also oral, um, mm -hmm. what you're talking about is more of the oral Arnica than the topical. Although I think that some of the topic topicals are also homeopathic. Um, right. Great. And I think that's a perfect example. And it, of course, can be used for all kinds of issues, skin issues, as well as many health problems, both acute and chronic. Right. You can use it for a bump or a bruise, but you can also use remedies for very like terrible disease states, horrible depression, skin problems. And so really it's about matching the pattern that that body is expressing 
with the right homeopathic medicine or medicines in order to get the shift in the body's pattern that we want to see. And when that happens, a lot of the things you might be doing, like eating right or probiotics or even herbs or medications, they tend to work better once the body kind of realizes it shouldn't be stressing in certain ways. Yeah, absolutely. So how do you use it in your practice and how does that differ from drainage? So it, with the homeopathics, I'll say I do practice a little differently. I have a lot of training from some French medical doctors that I've done in addition to naturopathic med school. And they tend to use collections of remedies together. For instance, they might pair a few remedies that are a little more um, geared toward how a body's presenting its symptoms while pulling in a higher potency remedy that's gonna look at someone's deeper constitution, their mood, how they really react to stress on a deep level, how they behaved as children. And so we tend to put a recipe together um, that way that's really personalized to how that patient is presenting on every level. And then we'll often pair it with this biotherapeutic drainage, um, which is a little different, but it's homeopathic. And you know, a lot of people say drainage. I tend to say drainage. It's not to be snooty. It's just because people hear drainage and think tubing. And in <laughs> weird positions, it's not like that. It's very, very easy to take those drops. Um, but homeopathic drainage or biotherapeutic drainage is where you take these homeopathics and you put them together in a way that it enhances the elimination systems of the body. So it's like on every level, it's helping clear the muck out. And when you start getting the body to clean itself out better, um, everything from the, the toxins that might come in through the environment or food to the toxins that are just created in the body as it does its metabolic thing, when those things are leaving the body more efficiently and, and receptor sites are opening up and enzymes aren't as bogged down, everything just works better. So, and one thing I can tell you about homeopathy that I just adore is like, it just makes everything else you do work better. Um, even if you're on medication, it will make it work better because the system is just less stressed and the system is, is working more efficiently. And that way, you know, a lot of times patients come in there on medications, but you know, right out of the gate, we're lowering dosages and sometimes they have to come off them because now they're over-medicated. They don't need them anymore. So it's kind of a nice thing to see. And I do think it elicits more positive um, changes that are longer lasting because you're retraining the body how to behave. Mm -hmm. And so how do you go about selecting the, the, the right remedy for a patient? Right. It's very individualized in terms of how you would select individual homeopathic remedies. That's based on very distinct um, symptoms. For example, if somebody has eczema, in, and it's presenting you know, with a dryness in very specific areas of the body and it responds better to this versus that, that helps us narrow those remedies down. But when it comes to the biotherapeutic drainage and some of those other remedies, we look at what we call the miasm of the body. Now miasms are really fancy term for um, how the body behaves when it encounters a toxin or a stressor. We tend to fit into these patterns as people. There's four main miasms, and we almost always fit into one or two of those categories. And that tells me how your body's gonna behave when I start treating it. For example, if you're in a certain miasm that eliminates extremely poorly, if I put medicine in you to start detoxing you on the inside and all those toxins start circulating and they can't get out, you're gonna get really mad at me. You're gonna feel terrible. <laughs> and I don't want you to feel terrible. But on the other hand, if I 
see that same patient and I start by maybe gently opening up their kidney and making that really healthy. And then I maybe start to address their liver and their gut. They're gonna have an easier go of it and then they're gonna feel so much better as we kind of work through the system. Yeah, that's amazing. So it's such a great um, tool to have to help with your help your mm -hmm. patients and to individualize. This is not something that's easy for people to just figure out on their own. Obviously, it's something that yeah, it's kind of like the Ayurvedic doshas. It can be a little tricky. Same kind of concept, and it really beautifully applies to skin. For example, one particular miasm is going to be prone to things like eczema or dandruff. Well, another might be prone to cystic problems like acne or maybe warts. Well, yet another one is going to be um, a miasm that mismanages connective tissue and minerals, and maybe those people are prematurely aging, or their skin is dull, or they have circles under their eyes. So when I look at a patient, their skin's an amazing barometer to tell me where, where do they fit into those categories, and then I know how to address that miasm in order to make it start working better for them. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Do you have any examples of uh, patients that you've worked with that you can share with us? Yeah. I, you know, I, I really wanted to share a case with you guys today and I thought, oh, I've got some really weird, cool ones, but I wanted to share one that's actually very straightforward because this is how it goes 90% of the time. I had, a, I think she was about 28 years old, came in with pretty profound cystic acne and she had been having acne waxing and waning various degrees since about puberty. She'd tried birth control pills, didn't feel good on them. She was put on Accutane, didn't work for her. She really thought she'd tried everything and she came in and said, you're my last resort, which I honestly don't know if I should take as a, as a compliment or insult, but nonetheless, I was there she was. <laughs> and so, you know, we started taking her case and what I found about her was you know, she was really having acne in her cheeks, her jawline, her chin, kind of a lot of that hormonal area was particularly bad. So, you know, her periods were really problematic. They were irregular. Um, she was having horrific irritability around her menses. Of course, her skin was flaring at times. She had very painful periods. Um, her digestion was oddly feeling okay to her, but I knew there was probably something going on there with her microbiome. Um, and the thing that I thought was most interesting about her, though, is that emotionally speaking, she was kind of a wreck. I mean, she was having a lot of dysfunction in her family and very poor self-esteem. And we really talked about what came first, the poor self-esteem or the acne. And really, when she thought about it, it was really the self-esteem that pre, you know, predated the acne. And so I really wanted to address the emotional component of her case because I think it's something that doctors don't talk about is skin and emotions and how they go together. And we, we just kind of forget to talk about that. We just take the emotional body and put it over here and take it for granted that it's not impacting us. And ask anyone with eczema, when they get upset, they're more likely to flare. And so what I did right out of the gate is I really, I did biotherapeutic drainage geared toward primarily her liver, which is gonna pick up a big piece of that hormonal imbalance. And then I included some biotherapy, drainage remedies for her nervous system and the stress she was under and the grief of what was happening in her family. So with all of that, and of course I cleaned up her diet and gave her probiotics and kind of the fundamentals, we did varying degrees of that approach for about three months. And in that time, she had about a 70% improvement with her skin and probably about a 90% improvement with her third period in. So she was really thrilled. 
But at that point I felt like, oh, and I did a homeopathic called sepia for her, which is very hormonal. It's also fit her miasm really beautifully. And so next steps, now that we've set a foundation, I really wanted to focus on the skin because that's one place. That's the barometer for her. That's where she shows most of her vulnerability. So I, get, I shifted the drainage remedies to skin remedies for acne. And I shifted her remedy toward a very miasmatic remedy that's around low self-esteem. And after about two months of that, she was 95% clear. And this was eight years ago. And I actually just talked to her maybe six months ago. And she's still clear. She went on, she's had two kids since then. She feels great. And um, she's like, yeah, I haven't started with my acne one bit since. So that, that's what I want to hear. I want to hear people get better, stay better. They keep eating right, they get their sleep, they move, they drink their water, but you know, their body's pattern has fundamentally changed and that challenge is like, oh yeah, I remember that, I think that was terrible. Yeah, I haven't had that in a long time. That's yeah. a bet. And she's not continuing to take the homeopathic. I haven't seen her because I don't treat pregnant women. So what she, she came in and then she ended up getting pregnant maybe, maybe six months later. And I had her kind of in a maintenance mode and then she got pregnant, she called me up. She's like, I didn't even think I would get, I mean, she never even, voiced any concerns around getting pregnant to me but in her own mind she had concerns anyway she got pregnant and called me and said she wasn't and we were very excited and then she got pregnant again right away and i said no healthier bodies get pregnant easier so um and then she's just been so well i haven't actually seen her other than that she you know emails me every now and then to check in and say thanks and that she's still doing good so great and so how how long does she have to take the um the homeopathics and the drainage how long does she have yeah, that's the, the beauty of it is it's really around changing the behavior of the body so if i get it right we will elicit fairly permanent change so it was really about shifting her body to not behave like that anymore it learned poor behavior somewhere in the past and we just undid it um so if i do my job there's going to be probably very few times in her life she might have to repeat some of that. You know, maybe if a large stressor comes up or something, you know, else really shifts in her health for some reason. But for right now, her body's behaving in just the way we want it to. And honestly, I just like to not mess with it. <laughs> That's amazing. And then I guess, you know, if she does have a setback, she could come back in and kind of get a, a reset because life yeah. happens, right? You know, we get go through periods of stress. We maybe uh, don't eat so exactly. get sick. Um, even yeah. um, virus or something can um, kind of shake people, right? And, and get them. Oh, absolutely. That, 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 you know, some disturbance comes along that she's not anticipated. I'm sure she'll be back in. But in the meantime, I'm just thrilled knowing she's happy. And um, that's what I want for all my patients. So that's the goal is just to fix as much stuff as we can fix. Right. And you talked about skin being a great barometer for her and it is for many people. I know it is for me too. I certainly like, I look at my face and as soon as I start to get the redness, the rosacea mm -hmm. and eczema, any of those kinds of things, pimples, breakouts, whatever, it's like, okay, what's going on? It's, it's definitely my barometer too. And so it, you help with a lot of skin things, but it's not just skin that you can help. Obviously. I mean, it's even that case that you, you shared. She, she had multiple. Yeah, I, mean, I, I work with patients with all kinds of things. I mean, I feel like my specialty is more in the area of the kinds of medicine I use versus the kinds of diseases I attract to my practice. I just happen to attract a lot of dermatology, but I treat digestive issues 
you know, allergies, depression, anxiety. I have quite a few oncology patients in my practice. I'm doing support around radiation or chemo. Um, I get referrals from MDs a lot in my practice who are like, I don't know, this is a weird situation. Go see Amy. <laughs> um, and so, you know, a lot of very complex cases. Yeah. I literally had a duty send a patient and said, we have no idea what to do with you. Go see Amy. Right. She does weird things. It'll help. <laughs> Well, they call those the, the strange, rare, and peculiar cases, right? Exactly. That's my specialty. Right. Um, so if you got if you got a body and you got a problem, I'd love to work with you. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, uh, I want to talk to you about your other skin passion. Yes. Um, there, you know, what you're talking about with the homeopathy and the drainage, they're, they're great. There's also, you know, of course, skincare products. And I know you use the spot doctor skincare products. I do every single day, at least twice a day, sometimes three. Right. And I, um, I so appreciate that, especially, you know, you being an Olivia skin type and, um, you know, your, the, the tendencies that you have, um, uh, then, you know, certainly the spot doctor helps with that, but you've got your own skin product. So tell everybody about that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny because when I first started this adventure, I was thinking about skin, but I was also thinking about whole health, right? Yeah. And your skin being a reflection of what's going on on the inside. And it was really around collagen. And I know you're a fan of collagen too, Trevor, and wanting to find a good way to get it in consistently because I was struggling and my patients were struggling. And so um, I teamed up with two friends of mine who are like sisters to me, and we actually ended up creating a product that has collagen right in it that's delicious and it's easy to use that you can kind of go, you know, use on the fly. And it, it's a collagen sparkling tea, and we called it Skin Tea. S-K-I-N-T-E with a line. Um, and it became a thing. It became a real thing. And so um, it's, it's funny to have been part of an entrepreneurial world and the startup and watch something that you passionately helped create out of your own need become something that is now on a grocery store shelf. It's been fabulous. But um, yeah, I'm kind of like, now we've hired this wonderful team that's taking over and I can kind of go back to my day job. <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're, we're doing really, really great. And basically it's a collagen drink that is combined with beautiful herbs that are great for your whole health. And um, teas like green tea, white tea, hibiscus tea, rose petals, things like that, that are really gonna support um, your skin and, you know, free radical, fight free radicals. Um, and I mean, the research on all these ingredients is fabulous. So I'm, I couldn't be more proud of what we made. And I really hope people try it and they like it. And, uh, it, it, it really does taste good. Um, it's such a refreshing drink. And where, where do you have, um, skin tea at this point? Where can people find it? So skin tea is, it started in Los Angeles at all the Erewhon locations. We always will owe them a debt of gratitude for taking us on. And, and we did very well there. Um, we are in Sprout stores nationwide. We are, um, if you're in the Portland, Oregon, or even just Oregon area, market of choice um, in all the garden bar locations in the Portland area. We are on goop.com, we are on gnc.com, and we of course are on skinty.com. <laughs> and we do have a code for all your listeners if you'd like to try it. Um, the code's gonna be T with Dr. B. And I'll make sure that everybody gets that code. Okay, great, great. We'll have that in the show notes. So, 
you know, I think it's amazing as a uh, as an entrepreneur and starting this company that you're still finding time to see patients. You obviously are very passionate about seeing patients. Yeah. A lot of people. Well, I work in a weird way. I I I had a patient once who was a medical doctor, and she traveled and worked in a hospital one week a month, and came home and took the rest of the month off. I thought, wow, she is brilliant. <laughs> so what I've done is I've consolidated my patient days, and then my phone consultation days. And then I've had time to do skin tea. And of course, I'm a single mom of 13-year-old competitive swimmer. So, um, but now things this year, we're turning the corner and our team has grown. And so now I'm going to be able to have a little more um, ease with how I, I fit my patients in. But yeah, it's been quite the, you know, you know, Trevor, you're an entrepreneur too. It's just balls in the air and you get really good at staying, keeping your head above water and doing your best every day. Yeah. So now you and you do um, tell tell people where you are, where your clinics are, and um, you do phone consults too. You said, yeah, I do phone consults with people all over the country. I'm actually all over the world. I have patients in Europe too. Um, so you can find me on amyvadernd.com. But in terms of office space, I have an office in Lodi, California, which is I know people say why it's my hometown, um, and then Vancouver, Washington, which is just outside of Portland. And then I do these phone consultations with people all over the place. And you can find all that information on my website, but I just, I love it. I think it's really fun. And the way I practice, you can be anywhere and I can, I can help you get what you need. And do you help people too, which is, you know, their diets, their supplements overall, I mean, you know, basic naturopathic um, care in addition to mm -hmm. the and the drainage that's part of everything. yeah exactly you know so when i get a referral from an another nd oftentimes they're already doing fabulous stuff and i'm picking up that one piece of the um, treatment plan but in general if people just come to me and they haven't been seeing a holistic provider a naturopath or a functional medicine doctor i definitely will plug in the gaps around necessary supplements make sure their diet is tightened up and we're addressing all the really important lifestyle factors too so yeah i do i do basically whatever the patient needs so how does that look like in, in an initial appointment? Um, how do you how do you like tie all that together? Because it's a lot to cover and address. And is there some sort of way you prioritize? Like, does somebody need to really be eating a healthy diet and and those sorts of things before they do homeopathy, or do you start with? Homeopathy? You know, we kind of, the, the average patient who comes to me and finds me on their own, you know, basic, well, first of all, right out of the gate, I have people fill out a pretty extensive form. Um, it gives me a ton of information that I can review a time or two before I ever sit down and, and either talk with them or sit across the desk from them. And so I have a pretty good idea of what people are walking in the door with. And I have already some ideas percolating up, up around how I can help them. But I just, you know, when I sit with someone, I want to hear your story. I want to hear what happened to you along the way that got you to this point you're in now and you're not feeling good. And so I will even, you know, even on my website, it says the doctor wants to hear your story. I do. I think people are fascinating. I want to know what happened to trip them up, even if it happened a long time ago. And so I tell people, whatever you're comfortable telling me, let's hear it. Because everything along the way has gotten you to this point and we have uh, things to undo and that's where homeopathy is really brilliant is basically treating those traumas along the way or illnesses along the way so we can kind of treat the past while we treat the present with this system and it's really beautiful i typically spend an hour to an hour and a half with a new patient and then they sit with my staff usually or talk with my staff for about a half an hour make sure they have all the tools that they need right out of the gate 
Um, and honestly, by the time people find me, they're usually highly motivated and they're really ready. And so, and they've usually been doing some things on their own too, to try and get some relief. So, but I love being that, that piece of their puzzle. Yeah. And so, and, and there's acute homeopathy that people can do on their own, right? That they can, mm -hmm. there are homeopathic remedies that people can pick up at health food stores and right. any tips on, on using those? You know, usually at the health food stores, they have this great little flip book, right? <laughs> and you can kind of look and see, um, using of chronic disease is definitely a little more challenging, but for example, like, um, in my medicine cabinet, I have Arnica for bumps and bruises. I have Apis in case anyone gets itchy or hivey. <laughs> I have Aconite for fear of flying, because I don't like to fly. Mm -hmm. um, so you could probably find some resources, probably even at your local health food store, you're like, okay, I'm prone to these kinds of things. This is what I want to make sure I have on in my medicine cabinet. Um, it can treat everything from acute constipation, honestly, to fear of flying. <laughs> and that's, you, and it's so safe. I mean, I just tell patients, like, if you want to go to the store and pick up a few vials of some 6C and try them, great. You're not going to hurt anything. If, if your body gets a signal and it resonates, then it'll great. It'll work. And if it doesn't resonate, then you spent six bucks and, or seven bucks and didn't hurt anything. Yeah. And the ones that people can usually find pretty easier are the boron. They're coming these little blue tubes with a little twist cap and you can get the little pellets, dissolve them. Right. Um, also, um, I believe is high in highlands. That's another one that people make one. Yeah. And then for my patients, I tend to use from my more chronic patients, I tend to use a lot of the remedies that are made by Unda in Belgium. Um, I think they're such high quality remedies. And when you're working with people with really chronic disease and you need to really, really work, I love that brand. And I also really like um, uh, the Hahnemann Institute out of San Francisco, I'll call them prescriptions there. And so, yeah, there's a lot of really good companies out there who make some really fabulous, very specialized remedies. Yeah, and some are available to the public in health food stores and the lower price, like you mentioned, the 6C, which is kind of the, the lower dose Most of potency, and mm -hmm. then they, they also go 30C, 30X, 12, and you'll, you'll see the difference. Yeah, I mean, I might use a thousand, whereas in the grocery store, you'll get a six, if that gives you any sense of the more powerful ones that I have at my disposal when I sit down with you. And so you've got to really know what you're doing at that point. You don't want to just be thrown remedies at people go, well, try that. <laughs> yeah. And homeopathy is one of the things that I was given as a child that really turned mm -hmm. my health around, that turned my skin around. And I, I, you know, at the time I, you know, I, my family, I didn't know what homeopathy was. And we thought, oh, what is this stuff? And why is she asking me all these weird questions about my behaviors yeah. and stuff? And she asked me, she spent, remember her spending an hour, I think it was at least an hour with me in the appointment. And I was 11 years old and thinking, why is she asked me all these questions? And, but I really like it because doctors don't usually spend this much time with me. <laughs> I know what I'm telling you. like, this is going to sound really weird, but what's your favorite kind of weather? And they're like, what? I'm like, it's really important. <laughs> I do need to know. <laughs> yeah. so, I love that part of your story. Yeah. And so, and it's, it is, it all plays in together, but I want people to realize that there are times when you can use homeopathy acutely and you can find them in the health food store. Um, and then there are, there are, when you, but you're, when you're looking at something that's more chronic, definitely work with 
with someone like Dr. Amy that is experienced in homeopathy and and can help you get the right remedy because it can be very stress, uh, stressful and frustrating to try and treat uh, yeah. a condition. Like, and you know, really, you can even complicate it and make it worse. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. Yeah. Don't go above a 30C if you're not, you haven't studied it for 20 years. That's what I would say. That's my best advice. <laughs> Okay, so Amy, you are doing something really generous, and I, I'm a little, I'm not sure people need to jump on this, because this is a really nice opportunity to do a 15-minute free call with you, and you have some, you want to tell yeah. me? Yeah, well, first of all, a lot of times people will call me before they come in to see me, because they see my six-page form and go, I think I want to talk to her before I fill out that form. So I'm not, it's not <laughs> different for me to have a short conversation with people before they come in to see me. With that said, though, I thought it would be really fun for your listeners to have a short chat with me, maybe 10, 15 minutes, and see if we can't hit some highlights in their health history and see what kind of miasm they fit into. And then I can give them some pointers on how their body might behave, and then they can take that away um, with some things on, like how they might want to be treated by doctors or things they might want to do for their health. I won't be giving any overt treatment advice because I legally can't let my my patient, but I can definitely give you some, some tips and some things to think about. Um, so yes, I've set up some spots on my calendar. I'm going to give you guys a link. First come, first serve. <laughs> and uh, when I call you for your slot, if you don't answer, I might not call you back. <laughs> so make sure you write it down in calendar. But um, no, I'm kidding. I'll try. I'll try and track it down. But yeah, I'm gonna do some of these for some of these from some of your listeners. I think it'd be super fun, and I love talking to people. Yeah, chatty Kathy. So yeah, this is this is um, you know you're just you guys rem all remember that Dr. Amy is one person, and so her calendar when it fills up, she's not gonna have any more of those spots, but. Um, you have like about a month of, of spots that people will be able to, um, yeah. And my schedule is a little sporadic. So I opened up some windows at time that I can commit to taking some calls and, um, we'll yeah. see how fast we fill up. <laughs> and that's for people who are watching this right when it goes live. Um, and so if you're listening to this, uh, watching this recording, and it's been a while since this came out. You may not be able to find Amy's calendar live right now, but um, but I do think it's very yeah, generous. Of you. Yeah. yeah, but you can always find me on amyclaternd.com. Okay, so there you go. That was gonna be my next question is how else can people find you? Um, and so, so tell everybody your website again amybadernd.com. And then you can look at Skin Tea, my collagen sparkling tea at skintea.com. And that's S-K-I-N-T-E.com. Okay, great. Amy, thanks for so much for coming on today. It was so nice. Yeah. I just love being here and I love seeing your smiling face. Aw, so great yeah. to see you. I hope you enjoyed this interview today with Dr. Amy Bader. To learn more about her, you can go to thespadoctor.com. Go to the podcast page with her interview and you'll find all the information and links there. And while you're there, I invite you to join the Spot Doctor community so you don't miss any of our upcoming shows and information. 
And if you haven't taken the skin quiz yet, I encourage you to find out if you're an Amber, Olivia, Sage, Emmett, or Heath skin type. So that can help you determine what messages your skin is trying to tell you about your health and what you can do about it. Just go to theskinquiz.com to learn more about the online skin quiz. And you can join the Spot Doctor on social media. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. You can join the conversation there. And I'll see you next time on the Spot Doctor podcast.